uh, Pastor Tracy talked about the adjustments and the changes and, you know, uh, our house has been going through that adjustment and it's been, it's been such an eye-opening experience. And then to come in today and Brother Lonzo has on the, the gold around his neck and he said, I found it. I couldn't find it, but I found it. Isn't it amazing when you begin to go through things and begin to, you know, shift your belongings around the things you, that you find? And in the midst of our letting go of some things in our home, we begin to find some things. You know, when we moved uh, about a year, a little over a year ago, we just kind of moved in haste. We just grabbed everything and just moved. The other moves we had were, you know, they were kind of carefully playing and this and that, but last year was just kind of, this is move. And in the midst of that, our, our, our small space has been a small space because when we moved, we just moved and put everything that we needed in place in place and everything else just stayed in a box. Because at the time, Pastor Tracy was in, in, uh, can I say in high school? Lord Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I didn't ride the cradle. <laughs> but she was finishing up college. And our goal, our goal, just as Brother Roosevelt says, uh, our goal was to finish. How many know when a loved one or a significant other is in something, you're in it with them? Yeah. That's why I'm saying our goal was to finish. And so um, the schedule was very rigorous. She had just started paparazzi as well. And we just had a whole lot going on. So it was just basically let's get in the house, get what we need settled and, and get settled. And here we are a year later wanting to make some adjustments and finding all kinds of things and realizing that we really had not officially unpacked since we left the north side of town. Isn't that amazing how you can carry things and carry things for years? We talked about that last week, just letting go. What is it that you need to let go of? What is it that you need to what box you need to go through and, and get rid of some things and eliminate some unnecessary things. We live in a society where they, they are talking more and more about going paperless, but it seems the more they talk about going paperless, the more paper I have. We'll give you a discount if you go paperless, but for some reason I still got paper. But I'm just talking about letting go. Talking about letting go. But that was our title last week, and I just wanted to mention that somewhat because of the fact that Pastor Tracy um, was not here last week, but followed in that, just flowed in that same vein of letting go. What is it that we need to let go? I just really sense that the Lord is really wanting us to work on some things that we have attached ourselves to from generations and generations and times past and, you know, all those things. We talked about that last week. And if you need to hear the message, it's on our website, RobertStrong.com. 
but by all means, what what is it that we need to let go here in the latter weeks, the latter days of 2018 before we go into 2019? I don't know about you, but I just continue to see a, a kind of a cruise control mode for for me and my household when we go into next year. Because I believe there, there were so many things that happened this year. We had some extreme highs and some extreme lows. But today, in the midst of all of that, for the love of Christ, for the love of Christ, for the love of Christ, we are here today. For the love of Christ, we've made it this far. For the love of Christ, because it says in our scripture that we're going to go to today in Romans 8, 35 through 39, what shall separate us from the love, for the love of Christ? For the love of Christ, I, I've been through some tough stuff. I, I've seen some things happen. I, I experienced some things that I never thought I would. But for the love of Christ, I hung in there. I, I just there's just some things that happened that that that, that could have turned me away from it all. I could have just thrown in the towel and and just said, you know what? Never mind. Forget it. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to handle it today. Before the love of Christ, we're going there. Romans, the eighth chapter, 35th verse. In this season, in this hour, we need to understand that there is nothing that can separate us. I'm in the Walmart parking lot over on Taylor Road in 256 or wherever you call it. I'm at the Walmart. I'm coming out. I, I got my groceries, you know. This time of year it gets dark early, so it's already dark. You know, seven something, six something, I can't remember. All I know is that uh, uh, an African-American gentleman walks up to me with a pamphlet. Hey, my brother, here, check this out. I already knew what it was because he said, hey, my brother. So as soon as he said, hey, my brother, I knew it was the, 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 the Hebrew Israelite movement. And I keep trying to tell I keep trying to tell people the Hebrew Israelite movement has already uh, uh, been in place since Malcolm X. Because they say the same thing that they were saying back in the 60s. But I took his pamphlet and I kind of looked through it and skimmed through it a little bit and just shook my head. Because, see, that's not going to separate me from the love of Christ. Because in the literature, it never talked about a, a relationship. It talks about slavery and how we came over here in slavery and, and, and the bondage and the change. It never talked about being free. And, and people are subjecting themselves. People are walking away from Jesus Christ based on the fact that they want to be connected to, to chains and bondage. 
Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. I, I don't read anywhere in the word of God where it called me to return back to the bondage uh, that brought me to this present time that I'm in now. And besides that, I wasn't the one in the chains. Uh, hallelujah. God uh, has so intricately detailed uh, a plan for me that my ancestors would come uh, so that I could be free later down the line. For the love of Christ. For the love of Christ. Y'all have that scripture today. Y'all have this scripture. Y'all have the scripture. I'm going to try to be. I'm going to try to teach this. Okay. But I, 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 I don't know about you. But when you have a relationship with somebody. It feels good. When you're, when, when you're, in, when you're, when you're close to somebody. You, you, you can't, it, there's nothing that's going to get in the way. Of what that person has done for you or done with you. Uh, this morning, my wife, uh, my beautiful wife, she makes me pancakes, eggs with cheddar cheese on the top. Uh, four pieces of uh, turkey bacon. Turkey bacon, my brother. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The anointing that came out of the pancakes was just, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It was awesome. Hallelujah. I can preach about a breakfast now. My God, for the love of Christ, uh, he gave me a wife uh, that could lay it out. And before I could even take a bite of the breakfast, I said, you know, I, I love you. And she's like, what, what brought that on? What, what am I getting ready to get into? It's no, no particular reason. It's just, I love you. You know why? for the love of Christ, for the love of Christ, because I love Jesus Christ so much. Uh, it took me back uh, to a day when I was in a situation. Uh, I was in a house uh, that I owned. Uh, I was by myself uh, in, a, in, 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 a, in a 15, uh, an 1100 square foot house uh, with a basement and a one car garage. Uh, I was by myself. Uh, hallelujah. And I prayed and I said, Lord, if you just give me a praying wife. For the love of Christ. If you just give me a praying wife. Uh, hallelujah. I've been going through some things. I've been dealing with some things. Uh, hallelujah. And, 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 the, and the praying wife kicked in on this week. And she, she began to grab my hands. and begin to pray for my hands. Uh, hallelujah. See, but that's an answer to prayer. Hallelujah. For the love of Christ. What can separate me? I'm sorry, we still got to get to the scripture. Hallelujah, Jesus. Romans 8, 35. And it starts out saying, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who? I ain't nobody getting in my way. Nobody is going to hinder me from loving Jesus Christ. You can say that I came from Israel. Great, I came from Israel because that means I have a greater understanding as to why. And also, God will come down to the earth. Put himself in some flesh. Jump up on a cross. Die for my sins and say, come on in. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Yes, who shall separate me? Shall tribulation, 
or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for your sake we are killed all the day long and if you're not being killed all the day long there's a problem Everybody wants it easy. Everybody wants the easy way out. Why am I being tested? Why do I have this trial? Because if you love Jesus Christ, there's going to be a test. You're going to be killed all the day long. Jesus said offenses will come. Hallelujah. So in the face of your trial, in the face of your tribulation, in the face of your situation, you say bring it on because I know I'm being killed uh, all the day long uh, for the purpose uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, for the love of Christ, uh, I'll take it. Uh, for the love of Christ, uh, I'll deal with it. Uh, for the love of Christ. I'm sorry, I'm reading the verse. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded, I am persuaded, I am convinced that you can't change my mind. You can't make me look another direction. You can't make me do anything different because I'm persuaded. I believe it. You can't change it. And that settles it. I am persuaded that neither life, uh, nor neither death, nor life, uh, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate. I'm going to make it personal. Uh, going to separate me. Uh, huh, nothing's going to separate me. Uh, hallelujah. From the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus for the love of Christ. I'm sorry if I'm a little excited, but I tell you what, when you have a relationship with somebody, when you've been in it, when you've been in the, in the trenches with somebody, and you know where he's brought you from, when you, when you can just go into a situation knowing, hallelujah, what it is that you need to do and how to do it, because you know that he's on your side, hallelujah, hallelujah, you just get excited about it. I'm persuaded. I'm convinced. I believe there's no other way, hallelujah, to the truth, but through Jesus Christ. For Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. For the love of Christ, I know that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. You don't have to be excited. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, maybe you don't have the same level of relationship with him. Maybe you don't have the same connection with him. But let me tell you about a man named Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. That loved me beyond my circumstance. That loved me beyond my mistakes. Uh, that loved me, loved me beyond my mess ups. Uh, yes, I'm a pastor. Uh, but how do I get to be a pastor? Uh, I made some mistakes. I made some bad choices. I've done some things that I should have done. I see some things I shouldn't have seen. I've, I've said some things I shouldn't have said, but at the end of the day, I know I go to the man, the, the man who died on the cross of my sin and say, Lord, forgive me for I knew not what I did. Hallelujah for the love of Christ. So just in case you don't understand love, you can give me my, my, my slide now. Just in case you, you don't understand love. Love. Love is a culmination of expression. 
that proves or solidifies that a person's worth, value, and significance is important to another. Let me say that again in case you didn't get that. Love is the culmination of expression that proves or solidifies that a person worth, value, significance is important to another. In other words, love is more than just a word. You know, today in these days and times, I hear so many people say, I love you, love you, I love you, love you. Another definition is love is an intense feeling of, of deep affection. Love is a great interest or pleasure in something. You can always tell what a person's love is by what their intentions are or, or what their direction is. And one of the things that is happening in the body of Christ today in the church today is that we're seeing a great falling away from the church. Why is that? Because there is no understanding of love. Because many people think love is just it's just what it is. It's love. You love somebody you love. You know, I hear people say, I love hard. I love hard. Do you really? Do you know what that is to love somebody hard? See, love conquers all. Love don't do nothing to nobody that ain't unseemly. Uh, love don't try to get back at somebody for doing something to them. Uh, you, the, you know, if somebody does something to you when you love somebody, you don't, you don't, you, you, you ain't trying to get get them back or repay them. That, that's what. See, love is what Jesus did when he when he carried the cross and people spit on him and cussed at him and all those. That's love. That lo love is 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 when he got up to the cross they put him on the cross and they they put a sword in his side and 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 put a crown of thorn on his hand and and he he could have done anything he could have done anything i'm I, i'm one of the words i'm tired of hearing about is karma because people don't understand that karma is not a thing as much as reaping what you sow And so we find here that that love was exhibited through Jesus Christ in such a way that we we, we can't even see it uh, 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 applied in the earth today. Because if somebody does something to you, you guarantee you I'm going to get you back. What's done to me, I'm going to do it to you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to find a way to get you. And that's the mentality that everyone has. So because the, the because love is not in place, because real love is not in place, love conquers all. Love gives. Love, love is powerful. Why do I have this up here? Because I think Gary Chapman, uh, yeah, Chapman, that's right. Gary Chapman, I think he has a very um, good understanding. Because see, when you're in a relationship, this is something that, you know, we talk about in, in, in relationships with people. Somebody's, you know, they think about getting married or somebody's in a marriage and they're they're needing some extra counseling. And, you know, we talk about the five love languages. And can you imagine uh, yourself being in a counseling session with God? You're in a counseling session with God, you and God, you're all having some struggles. Yeah. 
you're, you're having some struggles, you're, you're dealing with some things, and you're like, okay, what, what can we do to fix this relationship? And so we have the five love languages. I'm not going to spend all day on this, but, you know, words of affirmation, to encourage, or aff to affirm, to empathize, to listen actively. So words of affirmation, Where, how, how is that words of affirmation, you know, connected with Jesus Christ? Well, he, he created us to praise him. That is the first thing. Our purpose, first and foremost, before anything else, is, is to praise him. But one of the things that's happening today is God is not getting what he created us to do. What he created us to do, what he invested in us to do for him, he's not getting that reciprocated. And so we find ourselves in situations and circumstances wondering what is going on? Why is my connection with Jesus so, so severed? Well, we haven't done our part. We haven't given words of affirmation. We haven't said glory to the lamb. We haven't, Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I, I magnify you. We're not giving him what he deserves. Physical touch. Well, if you're not giving words of affirmation, how are we even getting to the place where we're trying to touch him and to reach him? You know, a lot of times of people, when people receive a touch from the from the master's hand, they they, they get all spooked out and, and weirded out because what just happened to me? A lot of times people have a hard time receiving the power of the Holy Spirit because they can feel the power of the Holy Spirit on them, overwhelming them. But they won't allow pride to get out of the way enough to allow the Holy Spirit to overtake them because we want to be in control. Physical touch. I think God is ready for us to touch him. Receiving gifts. Thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority. I, I did say that spouse. That's weird, Pastor James. No, it's not weird. Christ is married to the church. Christ is married to the church. And the Bible says that men ought to love their wives as Christ loves the church. I'm not here to talk to the men about that, but I'm here to talk about the church Loving Christ in such a way that we understand that we are the bride and he is the groom. So we need to make sure that we are doing our part in giving gifts because, you know, he, he's 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 available and he wants to receive those gifts from us. Where, where do those gifts come in at? The gifts come in at uh, our tithes and offering, our, uh, our giving, our, 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 our time that we spend in the, the facility, you know, uh, uh, sowing our time into church beautification and those type of things. That, that, that's our receiving gifts. And a lot of times people are okay, diligent with that. And then the quality time. Uh-oh. Why does Jesus need quality time? I got too much to do. But I guarantee you give quality time to the to the to the cell phone, to the football game, the basketball game. You, you give quality time to whatever it is that you're passionate about. You know, the, the PS4, the, the Xbox. You, you give all that time. And where's God's time? 
Where is the quality time? I'm just talking about the five love languages. Quality time. Is he getting his time? Or he just getting a fraction of the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. How much of that is he getting? And we can't even come to church on Sunday for a couple of hours. Acts of service. Use action phrases like I'll help. They want to know that you're with them and partner with them. How many of us are partnering with God to see the purpose fulfilled in the kingdom of God? It seems like many people have been separated. You could take that down. It seems like many people have been separated from the love of God. For the love of Christ. When you love somebody, you're willing to do whatever it takes to, to make sure that they have everything that they need. When you love somebody. There are situations we deal with on a regular basis, on a daily basis, that, that when you're in a relationship with someone, you, sometimes you just take for granted that, that they just love you. You just... You know, we in this thing together, we doing this thing, you know, you just you just take for granted. You know, you just time is moving and things is going and 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 and, and you take for granted that, you know, hey, they, they love me. They love, you know, I love them. They, they know it, you know. But have you learned the love language of that person enough to 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 make sure that you uh, uh, every once in a while break off and 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 and. Do one of these five love languages. We tend to forget when, when, the, when, when, when the last time it was we expressed love. Our relationship with Jesus Christ is that on another level. I believe in this season and this hour, people, especially during this time of year, this Christmas time and, you know, Christmas season and everybody is so focused on everybody. I, I got to make sure I get a gift for that one or I got to make sure I, I get to get the food and the, the stuff I need for the celebration. And so many things goes into the holiday season that people tend to forget to the love of Christ. They 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 just move on and move and move and move and move and do and move and do and move and do but is Christ really involved have we taken time to give him words of affirmation when we made that purchase that purchase uh, and we were able to pay for it did, did we say thank you Jesus that you provided the job that I was able to get this thing see because see at the end of the day uh, us having the finances to do these things is all predicated on the fact that he created us uh, he is the alpha the omega the beginning and the end he's the first and the last so you couldn't have even purchased it if you didn't have the provision uh, from Jehovah Jireh uh, to get the purchase that make the purchase uh, to help uh, someone experience a little bit of joy uh, on the 25th of December. Did we give him some affirmation? 
Did we give him some quality time when we woke up in the morning? And did we give him some quality time and, and say, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you that I could breathe, that I have the activity of my limbs. Uh, ah, I just give you the glory today that I can even move and 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 function the way I need to. I, I just I just thank you today. Did you give him some words of affirmation? Some physical touch. Uh, did you did you try to embrace hallelujah the word of God during the course of the day? Did you read the word of God and say, Lord, I, I accept what you said? Did you take some time? Did you take more than five minutes? Did you take more than 10 minutes to pray? Hallelujah. He's he's waiting to get some physical touch to have some intimacy with you. Uh, have you taken the time to make the connection uh, at some time during the day? Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes your your wife or your husband will be like, you know, have I got a kiss from you today? How many of us uh, have heard that from God? Uh, have I got a kiss from you today? Uh, hallelujah. Don't get freaked out. Uh, hallelujah. We're too busy. We're too busy compartmentalizing what, what, what God wants and what we want. How do you think you got to the place where you, you wanted some intimacy, some physical touch? Because God wants some physical touch. We were created in his image. Well, I just don't look at God that way. Well, that's your problem. Because you look at him the wrong way. You look at him as some far, far away being that's somewhere far, far away that's untouchable and unreachable. And he's he's so far away, he can't even hear what you're saying. You can't even experience what you're experiencing. You know, but but at the same time, he's standing there waiting huh, right there next to you huh, for you to give him huh, that touch, that connection huh, that, you, that, that, that you miss out on all the time. He's so live beneath our privilege uh, because we don't connect with the God who created us co to connect with him. Amen. What greater sense of desperation we should have for our master, our king. I love my wife. I love her. I love her. I love her. I get disappointed when I when I when I when I when I see people that don't value her, it bothers me to the core. Because I know and I believe. Now listen to me. I know and I believe what's on the inside of her based on what God has placed on the inside of her. Because of the fact that I know that God has imparted these gifts and talents on the inside of her, when I see people struggling to listen, to, uh, to apply the principles and the things that, that God has given her to give to them, it, it, it bothers me because I love her. Why? Because I love Christ. And you'll even see it on my Facebook page. I thank God for loving me through my wife. Because love, love, you, you can tell when somebody loves, because when somebody loves you, they'll listen to you. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. 
It may offend some people. But don't tell me you love me. And don't do nothing that represents me. That's the hardest thing for me to do. I, I end, a, end a phone call and they, love you. <laughs> it's hard for me to say love you too because you ain't knowing what represents me. I done taught you. I done trained you. I done did all this stuff. And you talking about I love you. I done broke my neck to be an example in front of you and you don't do none of it. I love you, all right. I don't hate you. I don't hate you. I'm just I'm just being truthful. You, you have to understand when you understand love, it's a, it's different. It's different. Love is action. Love ain't a bunch of words. Love is action. There were so many things. God, 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 God is so, God is so disappointed with creation right now. And we're wondering why California is burning up. We wonder why there was an earthquake in Alaska. Yes, we're calling it global warming and all that, but it's all a part of the plan and the, and the, and the, and the prophetic words that, that is in the Bible that said these things will come. It's snowing eight to ten inches in Virginia and North Carolina, and we're, we're sitting up here looking at dry ground. You tell me God ain't disappointed about our level of connection with him. People better get right and get saved. He is so soon to come. My father, every time I talk to him, he, another person died. We're doing two funerals and three funerals a week and all that kind of stuff. Folks better get ready. Folks better get ready for the love of Christ. For the love of Christ, nothing will separate me. Repeat after me. Nothing will separate me from the love of Christ. God is disappointed in our level of connection with him. In our intimacy. We take him for granted. We forget about him. We forget about his word. We forget about church service on Sunday. We forget about Bible study on Thursday. He find he God has so put himself intricately put himself in so many different places to be able to. I'm, I'm trying to get your attention. I'm right here. I'm making myself available anywhere that I can because I, I'm desperate to, to, to be intimate with you, to have a connection with you. But you, 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 you don't hear me. You don't see me. You don't, you don't even think about me. How many of us have been in relationships uh, where so, somebody, so we loved them and we wanted to be with them. And, and, and all we wanted to do was just, you know, be in their company and be in their presence. But they didn't have a holler for us. 
And that's what God is saying today. He's saying, I, I, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm waiting for you uh, to get out of your mess, uh, to quit looking at your circumstances. I'm here to give you the solutions that you need. I'm here to break you out of the chains of bondage. But yet and still, you continue to be overwhelmed by what's going on instead of reaching for the master who's able to bring you out, to bring you in, to take you over, to love you and to hold you in the midst of your trouble. Hallelujah. I continue to give you my word. I continue to give you encouragement, words of affirmation. I continue to do things to reach out and touch you, but you don't want to even have my touch because you're afraid that you, you might actually feel some joy. You, you might actually get healed. Uh, you might actually get delivered. Uh, quit walking in fear, for I have not given you the spirit of fear, but the power of love and a sound mind. You want to have a sound mind? You want to have a mind that's fixed uh, and fixated on things above? How do you allow me to come in? I am, I am crying out to you in this season and this hour for the love of Christ. The love that surpasses all earthly understanding. So many people are trying to put God's love in a box, but you can't put his love in a box. You have to, you have to understand his love surpasses what you think, uh, what you could ever imagine. His love is greater than that. His love is greater than uh, uh, you do something to me, I'm going to get you back. God don't care nothing about that. He just wants to love you. And because so many people are rejecting him in this season and this hour, because so many people uh, are, are, are doing things the way they want to do it. Uh, Proverbs says it over and over and over and over and over again. Every man does what is right in his own eyes. And everybody does what seems to be right in his own eyes every day, every moment, and, 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 and think nothing of it, and think it's okay, and then want you to praise them out of their situation and circumstance without giving God any time or reference. For the love of Christ. For the love of Christ. It's time. It's time. The Lord is showing me in 2019. The things are going to begin to happen in such a way that we need to be in Christ. Those things that we f don't feel like doing. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. I don't, I don't think I should make time for this and that and the other. God is saying it's time to get out of that mindset. God is saying whatever it is you don't feel like that has to do with the kingdom of God. He is saying uh, it's time to connect. Uh, it's time to get in a place of refuge uh, because your strength is going to be in prayer. Your strength is going to be in the word. Your strength is going to be in uh, being in the house of the Lord. That's where your strength is going to lie at. Uh, hallelujah. Because the things that are coming, uh, the things that are about to happen, uh, hallelujah, you're going to need a safe place. Hallelujah. Don't be weary in well-doing. The enemy wants to wear the people out doing everything else that they're doing so they can't be 
rested and ready to go for Sunday service or Thursday night Bible study. I hear so many people say, I'm so tired, I, I overslept, and I this and that, that and I, 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 because that's the trick of the enemy. The trick of the enemy is to keep you tired and beat up and always you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing it, doing, 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 doing. He didn't call us to be doers. He called us to be those that would sit at his feet and hear his word. Somebody said to me yesterday, they said, I see you have this situation with your, your credit card, so I want to uh, offer you a you know, consolidation. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, um, I'm not going to do that because I already know what I'm getting ready to do and this and that and the other. Because, see, the thing is, our system is set up to keep you in bondage. So get a credit card, put a balance on it. Oh, now that you got a balance one, let's consolidate it. Because it's all about making money. Why do I say that? We are so embedded into the system, we have to pull ourselves out of it. It's time to pull ourselves out of the system. Because this system is about to fail. It's going down fast. There's a lot more I would say, but I can't, I'm not going to say that. But you have to understand that there are things put in place to make sure that we put our eyes towards heaven. For the love of Christ. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are a prophetic church. And sometimes 